your source for everything paranormal. Para-X. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. The Gathering. The supernatural world can be a dark, intimidating, and scary place. We gather to shine light on the mysterious and misunderstood aspects of the paranormal world. We bring to the table years of experience as mediums, healing channels, and paranormal investigators. We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen on The Gathering Radio Show. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to The Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. This is Heidi. And this is Stephanie, and it is a topsy-turvy Tuesday. Yes. Due to a lot of different things. but A lot. But but I know before the show, we were talking about our crazy weather here in Minnesota. It was a beautiful weekend, and we had 60, like 65 degrees or 67 degrees here yesterday, and today it's rainy and like 41. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's it's snowing now here. So, yeah. so this is Minnesota. Uh, so I expect nothing less than That's all right. seasons in one um, day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's That's just what makes it topsy-turvy. It is. But, you know, so many things are topsy-turvy right now. And I think there's so much wild energy out there. I've been having a hard time sleeping the last few nights. How about you? Um, well, no, I don't know. I'm, I think maybe the full moon might have something to do with it, too. Yeah. We just had a full moon and that yeah. can make things topsy-turvy mm-hmm. we have uh we just had the time change right mm-hmm. oh, so that yeah. can add to it i mean there's a mm-hmm. whole bunch of things that uh you know we just had the spring equinox the full moon the time change yes. i mean yeah it's kind of a lot of things so it really is a topsy-turvy world right now because of everything going on but yeah the time change was last weekend right so that was the weekend yep. before this past one and then yeah, and then the full moon, and then the spreaking equinox, and I mean, there's just a lot of wild energy running around out there, and I know for me, I fall asleep like almost immediately. You know, I go to bed, I'm asleep the minute my head hits the pillow, but then I somehow wake up every night around 2 or 2.30 lately, and sometimes I can go back to sleep after maybe an hour or two, and last night, I couldn't, so I was kind of awake till I got up at 5, you know, so... Yeah. That's been happening to me lately. I'll get up at like three o'clock and be mm-hmm. up for a couple hours and then fall back asleep. And yeah. I don't know why. I don't either. Something's Maybe going there's on. something that we're not aware of that's no. floating around the atmosphere. I know. It's just, it's kind Stress. of crazy. I'm glad it's not just me though, because I thought normally I sleep really good, you know? And so when I don't, it's like, man, I get a little cranky. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Watch out. But, you know, and then the time change, I know we talked about this a little bit before the show, but, you know, they want to switch the 
you know, they want to keep daylight savings time all year round. And I just think my personal feeling is absolutely not. I mean, where we live in the wintertime from December through February, we won't even see the light until, you know, nine o'clock in the morning. That's just no good. We're supposed right. to be awake in the morning, not, you know, half sleeping, you know. It's better to yeah. have it darker at night so we can go to sleep, you know. I don't Yeah, I don't know. I mean it's in the in the winter, the dead of winter here, it's mm-hmm. gonna be dark on one end of the work day no matter what. So yes. it's either gonna be dark in the morning, you know, mm-hmm. when you're going into work, or it's dark when you come home. Yep. Unless you work a longer shift, then it's dark on both ends and that you don't care. But yeah. Um, yeah, I don't I don't understand I do appreciate wanting to just leave it because I think that the oh, daylight savings thing is outdated oh, yeah. now with our our society and our you I know, agree where things are at with every but I just yeah, leave then just leave it standard time or yep. whatever. But the changing back and forth I'm I agree that's bad outdated. news. Bad news. Yeah. So that whole thing is topsy turvy. So yeah, just oh crazy, crazy talk. But busy weekend. How about you? What did you have? What have you been up to that since we talked last? Oh, let's see here. Just busy, busy, busy getting ready for April is going to be nuts. There's so much going on in April, which is super cool. And so it was just um, kind of wrapping some stuff up. I went up north this weekend just for a day and a half, basically. It was just a neat little trip. Um, and it was yeah, a lot of just preparation now, getting ready for next month because it's going to be crazy busy. Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is with April. April is always nuts for me mm-hmm. in a good way, but just busy. It's like mm-hmm. the everybody has kicked winter off and is ready to fling themselves into the year finally. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so April just gets really busy with stuff going on. Mm-hmm. We've got so many um, weekend uh, classes coming up and different event. It's just, yeah, it's a lot going on. So I'm excited for it, but it's a lot of prep work then too. Well, yeah. And then we all want to be outside, right? So we all want to be out there and get our hands dirty in the gardens and get, you know, things going for the season. And yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, we are, I have just, my calendar is pretty much full for the next, you know, couple of months. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm tired just thinking about it, actually, to be honest, you know, <laughs> because, you know, it's going to work... be a long season then for you. Get well, you know, you work Monday through Friday and then you have all these other things going on on the weekends, you know, and then sometimes in the evenings and oh, my goodness, you know, plus I want to get out there, you know, and the... um, speaking of getting out there in the woods. So an update on the owl situation, you know, we thought mama was in the nest, which she was for several weeks. And then suddenly she wasn't. And I'm like, what happened? Did she lose the eggs, you know? Because it was super cold up here in January and February, you know? And so I've been running around up there looking for her. And she's always kind of run, you know, in different trees. And, you know, I see her and Papa. And and then I ran into a friend of mine who lives. So I live just up the block. He lives across the street. And I said, well, what do you know? Have you seen her? Oh, yeah, she's in, she's nesting again. I'm like, really? You know, do tell. Well, we're not telling anybody. And I said, no, I'm not the one that tells people. It's you that stands out here and you know says, oh, look at the owls, you know. And um, 
So he told me about where she was. And last night I, I had to go find her. And yep, she's there. And she's got a second, a second bunch going on. So fingers crossed now that these babies will make it. And, you know, we'll have um, some chicks in a month or so. You know, nice. I'm pretty excited. Yeah. But in a totally different tree in a totally different area than she's been in before. So actually it's pretty close to the area where the box was. You know, and then that horrible thing that happened with the box. Um, so it's up there. But, yeah, it's it's fun. I'm so excited. So I'll be checking in on her quite regularly, can I just say. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's always fun to watch nature yes. do its thing. And, yes. Yeah. Well, and that pair, you know, I have a special connection with them. And, you know, they've, in fact, when I first... A couple of weeks ago, I heard them close to my house and I heard both of them. And I'm like, what is she doing out of the nest? What is going on? Because, you know, once they're in the nest, they stay there till the chicks are, you know, older, you know. And so that was my first clue that something happened. But yeah, so yeah, fingers crossed. But mm-hmm. yeah, we just have there's it's that time of year, right? And I know the eagle is on her nest on the Mississippi River. Um, so I have to go visit her one of these days. And, you know, the DNR nest. So next week we have Lori on from the DNR. Um, And one of those eggs just hatched today. So there is a new baby eaglet, you know. And, of course, she chose to come into the world on a day that's, you know, pouring rain and 41 degrees. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think they get to decide. Yes. No, but yeah, poor mom either. looks just soaked sitting there oh, on top man. of her eggs and her baby. Yep, yep. So yeah, I've been I've been watching the clan since I I was or, or the cam I should say. I know I was on Facebook. I'm on the in the private group for the DNR nest, and so I I saw that they were you know she was hatching, and so at work I put on the cam and yeah. So but the, they just are <laughs> they're such good mom and dads. You know they hold those 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 wings out so it's like a big umbrella and they are just dripping in water just dripping in water um so but yeah so we're excited um for that to happen and yeah we just yeah this weekend was busy we had our sim 12th anniversary dinner which was so fun you know it was just so fun we just we showed some videos from like five years ago that we had that we had produced for um Paracon actually because we were presenters for a couple of years and we just laughed you know because it's been so many years and now of course you know we just at at the time well they are pretty cool but you know when you look back at them oh my god we laughed so hard all of us you know so it was good times good times for sure um but yeah so but yeah we have an investigation this weekend and then we have an event coming up right away in April and you know, it's just kind of one thing after another. Squatchers are going to be out again and wow, going to the island again soon. So, yeah, it's just bing, bang, boom, right? Yep. Yep, totally. Yes. Cats saying birds are usually such homely little things. Yeah, but they're so homely, cat. They're just so adorable. You know, they are for sure. But yeah. yeah. I'll put the link on here for that cam because that's really fun. But, yeah, so Lori will be on next week, and we'll have her. um, She'll tell us what's going on. Yeah, that'll be really fun. Yeah, and speaking of birds, um, Cindy and I were out walking. She's in the chat room, and I 
Hi, Cindy. Uh, we were walking last weekend. I think it was last weekend. Gosh, I don't even know. I'm losing track of time. And we we're out by the Elk River where it joins up with the Mississippi River. And it's just so cool to see all the birds that are coming back, you know, flying back into Minnesota. And the, we saw swans all over the place. Yeah. It was so cool. And they're just flying in and mm-hmm. the... Um, the different, what do you, um, oh gosh, now it just left my head. Not the geese. Egrets. The geese are coming Well, back. yeah, the e- Oh, and the, the egrets. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the egrets and just, and then of course the eagles were swooping and, oh, yeah. you know, doing their morning breakfast, you know, swooping in for fish and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was just, and then you could hear just more birds, regular birds, oh. right? Yes. And we saw deer all over the place. They were hopping around. They were it's one that was actually bouncing around. They were so, <laughs> so excited. <cute. laughs> yeah, I think they were. They're like, spring's coming. Spring is so, here. I know. I took yep. a walk early Sunday morning because I was looking for the owls and I didn't see either one of them. But, you know, I just knew they were there and I just I couldn't find them because, you know, they blend in so well with the with the trees. You know, unless you kind of know where you're looking, you could spend all day looking, you know, but the, the bird calls were just totally amazing. You know, I heard mm-hmm. robins, I heard cardinals, I heard crows, I heard, you know, hawks. I heard they were just, it was just like an orchestra, you know, it was so fun. And of course the geese, you know, the loudest ones of all. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So here we are. And on Sunday, uh, the the spring equinox happened, which means mm-hmm. that the sun is directly over the equator for a day or two. Night and day are equal, and it's coming north. It's coming north for us, so that's exciting. Yep, the next three months we get longer and longer days and more sun. Well, unless it's raining like today or snowing, but other than that, it sh- we should be getting more and more sun, which is... A nice direction to go after being in winter. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So we thought we'd talk a little bit about this spring equinox and, and, you know, what kind of things we should be doing for ourselves and getting ready for the year and and whatever. We kind of do this every year, you know, which is kind of fun to remind ourselves, you know, to be good to ourselves, too. And that is kind of the underlying theme of everything this year. I was just watching a, a podcast with the women uh, DJs from WCCO radio today. And that was the whole underlying thing theme is that we have to take care of ourselves. It was for women's month, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's true, isn't it? But that's kind of what the spring equinox is too. Well, I think if everybody was good to themselves and took care of themselves and did their healing work and all that, we'd be living in a Mm -hmm. totally different place. So Mm -hmm. um, it would be great, you know, if everybody could focus on, taking care of themselves and doing their healing work in a way that's not, you know, take care of yourself and, you know, someone else gets less. I mean, that's not what we're doing, but, or Mm -hmm. what we're saying, but, you know, ideally, yeah, taking care of yourself and, and doing what you need to do to heal and grow and nourish and all of those things. Mm -hmm. I know. I agree. Cause we have to, you know, we feel better when we do that. And if that means you have to, you know, sit down in the middle of the day because you're tired, sit down, you know, it's good for us. Yeah. I wish, I know there's other countries that have like nap breaks Siestas. <laughs> or whatever. I think that would be nice to have that. You know, I've been to 
where was I? I think it was in Scotland. And I don't, I've been to Ireland and England and maybe they do it too. I just remember it in Scotland very clearly. Um, when driving around, you go to some pub or, or restaurant, maybe not in the cities and stuff, but out in, you know, the larger stretches. And you go in to have a bite to eat between, I think it's like two and five and it's closed. <laughs> Places are closed. If they were open, yeah. They are now closed, and maybe things have changed since I've been there. It was 15 years ago or so, but um, they're closed. Um, they just take the afternoon. They take a break. They might sit down and have a beer. Or they might, you know, go home and have a nap or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. same thing with uh, Central America. I've been there, you know, and mm-hmm. a lot of countries just take it easy in the middle of the day, and then yeah. they can, they're raring to go. When, you know, it comes time for the evening, you have a lot yeah. more energy. And I like that idea because I, I mm-hmm. could dig that. I could get into that. Mm-hmm. Well, and I know our offices in, in Madrid, Spain is big on the siestas, you know, and so they actually are closed for like a couple hours in the middle of the day. And I think people do go home and mm-hmm. rest or, you know, take, you know, all you need is like a 20 a minute nap and you're ready to roll, you know. Yeah. Um, yep. It's always a good thing, for sure. And you I know? used to do that, too, when I was younger. When I worked um, retail, I worked retail for a long time. And on my days off, you know, having a just a little power nap in the middle of the day was so awesome. Mm-hmm. Or if I worked a second shift, you know, having, you know, if I didn't start until 3, you know, if I could get in and have a nap at like 1 or 1.30 before I went into work, I was mm-hmm. good to go for the evening. You know, mm-hmm. I could work a 3 to 11 shift and have no troubles. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I like that. That's a really easy, if you can do it, if you have a job that allows you to do it or a schedule that allows you to do it, it's a really easy way to rejuvenate yourself. Yes, yes, I agree. I agree. I think it's great. And I know sometimes at work, I'll go downstairs. Um, on the first floor, there's a lot of like really comfy furniture. I'm not saying that you can go to sleep, but it's nice just to hang in front of the windows, you know, and you can just kind of look out and in the summer, of course, we go outside, but um, it's just kind of a nice break just to just be for a while, even yeah. and there have been times I've fallen asleep and I know our security people will say, oh yeah, Steph, we saw you snore in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, who cares? I mean, who yeah, cares? I know, right? You know, I said, well, that's because you guys make me feel so safe that I know that I'm okay to do that. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. You but, know what's funny? I remember doing this when I was in college and this is before cell phones clearly. Uh but did you ever in the main halls and stuff where they have, like you mentioned the couches and this is what I mm-hmm. I instantly thought of, you know, the couches and the chairs and whatever that you could just sit down and yeah. uh talk about feeling safe. You just sit down in the chair and you take a note and put it on yourself and say wake me up at, you know, 2:15 or whatever. Yeah. And you just set it on yourself and then you take a nap like yeah. right there in the middle of the you know, the commons or whatever. Yeah. This is before cell phones and I didn't have mm-hmm. a watch or anything that had a crazy alarm on it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, this is, you know, you just trust and people would. They just walk by and be oh, like, yeah. hey, it's 2.15. You're like, oh, thanks. And you go to class, oh, yeah. right? It's a whole different time back in the day, you know? Well, it's so nice to have a nap, though. Is the point. Mm-hmm. You get a little break and it's so oh, nice. Then you can just oh. go again. Oh, I know. I know. And yeah, I know I hadn't done that for a long time. And then yesterday, 
I, I stepped away from my desk and I went for, you know, a couple block walk and came back and just sat downstairs in one of those chairs. And it was phenomenal. I got to say it. And I didn't go to sleep, but it was nice just to sit there and just breathe for a few minutes. You know what I mean? And just um, kind of rejuvenate a little bit. So wake me when it's 5 p.m. so I can go home. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do that at work. Cat. No, <laughs> don't. No. Yeah, can you imagine you have the sign on yourself at work that says "Wake me at five, <laughs> wake me at five, so I can go home then." <laughs> not amused. <laughs> Your boss will be not amused. But yeah, I think they so. they should have an option if you want to take a. Well, and I I mean maybe you just use your break, but then it's mm-hmm. not fun if you have to use your lunch break for a a nap time or something. But if you had to, I guess you could. But oh, it'd be yeah. nice to have full. Yeah, yeah. I just think. You know, that's awesome. And then, of course, when we work from home, well, you're, we're working from home, so you don't really need that nap, you know. So, but it seems like more people are, are coming back to work downtown, not in our office, but it seems like it's a little bit busier down there. So maybe there's movement, yeah. you know. Well, I think, it, you know, if a business needs their people to be back, that's one thing. But if they can mm-hmm. offer mm-hmm. opportunities, you know, mm-hmm. if people want to come in or if they want to stay home, depending on their family situation or their life situation, then it would yep. be nice if employers gave their employees a choice if they can. Yep. Well, and I think most most businesses are going to the hybrid now, you know, and I think for our company, it's been said, and they haven't rolled it out yet because the offices, they're all open, but it's optional whether you want to go into the office, except for people like me who run the office. Um, but Eventually, it'll be, I think, a minimum of two days a week, but then they can work from home for the majority of the week, right? Mm -hmm. And isn't that nice, you know? So, yeah, it's just, I think things have changed. Everything is just different this year, yeah. you know, and and I think it'll move towards that. You know, I don't think it'll ever change back. I mean, maybe, but, you know, not for a long time. But so springtime, so we often think of springtime, it's, you know, it's new beginnings, it's time to get outside, it's time to grow things, it's time for, you know, babies to be made. We were just talking about the owls and the eagles. It's just a really fun time and energy is intense and high and crazy, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, it's it's the energy of rebirth and that comes with a lot of Mm -hmm. Uh, intensity and excitement, you know, hopefulness, you know, there's hope in uh, rebirth. And, and we've come out of what, especially in our, our area here in the country is, it's dark, uh, you know, so Mm -hmm. we are kind of coming out of the cave right now. And, you know, whatever we've been doing in the cave, if it's been resting, or working on ourselves, you know, maybe our inner selves, doing some inner healing or whatever it is, or mm-hmm. just working on things that maybe not everybody's aware of at this point, or you haven't shared it yet, um, that this is a time that we can share, you know, this this transform, f- transformation that happened in the cave. And so we, uh, anyway, it's, that's spring is, you know, it's just that rebirth time and um, and there's so much new that comes here you know, and especially that's one of the reasons I do like living in Minnesota is because it really does. And there's a lot of states like this in the United States that really have a clear, you know, seasonal change. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, it, you know, 
mother nature is like here we are now we are moving into spring you know we're moving out of winter into spring and it really Mm -hmm. is clearly defined and so it does uh, it is kind of exciting you know that we've moved from a period of dark and now we're moving into light you know like we mentioned before we have that balance of light Mm -hmm. and dark in you know just the amount of light and dark we have in a day and Mm -hmm. now we move forward into more light and that just feels hopeful. And I know mm-hmm. there's a lot going on in our world right now that doesn't feel hopeful. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, but just having spring and having that, we get another shot at it kind of thing. Yes. You know, it's, it, I'm happy for that, even though I know that there's a lot of struggles and um, mm-hmm. terrible things going on around our world right now. But, um, and we send healing and mm-hmm. prayers and strength. We had a group meditation last night, a spring equinox group meditation. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that we did is sent, you know, healing and strength to people around the world that need it right now. You know, not yes. just with the pandemic, but with uh, the wars and fighting. And it's just, um, you know, there's a lot of people that still need hope themselves. Mm-hmm. So we we send it when we can and we help where we can and and hopefully bring a little ray of hope to someone's world by, you know, doing something if we can to help or just sending prayers or whatever. So anyway, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's, I like this time of year. I like all the seasonal changes, I think though, Mm -hmm. because it does remind you of like, Hey, where are you at right now? Mm -hmm. Where where do you want to be right now? What are you going to work on right now? And right now it's all about like, Hey, let's show the world where you want to go this year, what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah, let's get after it. Yeah, I agree. And it's like, you know, and I do enjoy winter too. Let's let's be clear. I do like winter, you know, and I do think that because we're so busy. So see, you were talking about April starting to ramp up. Yep, absolutely. And then we'll be, you know, summer is supposed to be a time of, you know, they always say lay back, put your feet up, lay in the hammock. But it never seems to be that way for me because there's always... We get ourselves into too many projects. I think that's what it is for me. So you're doing this, that, and the other thing, and then you have all these other commitments. And wow, you're so tired by the time fall comes around that really you need that whole winter season to just be and just mm-hmm. rest up from all the crazy activities of the spring and summer, don't you think? Yeah, it's nice to have that that time where you can just recharge, you know, mm-hmm. and not that everybody does in winter. Sometimes is Mm -hmm. all go 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 and uh but for some people winter is a time of recharging and then you can get back out there and uh and do it all over again once you know Mm -hmm. spring and summer hit Mm -hmm. yeah i mean winter is the time that we just kind of bury ourselves in blankets and read and hang out when it's dark outside at night because i mean let's face it it's dark at dinner time for most of the winter time up here, you know, and um, it's just a good time to rest, rest up after the all the craziness of the rest of the year, you yeah. know. But yeah, and I do too. I would, I don't think I could live anywhere where there is no change of seasons, you know. I think that's tough. It would be nicer not to have such temperature swings. <laughs> Can I just say? But. Wow. Yeah. I know that everybody on the chat line was saying the same thing. So Dave, Dave was saying that, you know, it was 58 degrees um, yesterday and today it was 31 and two inches of snow. Yeah. And yeah. 
Well, crazy. <laughs> yes, we were talking about that earlier in the show. Mm-hmm. The big swings, you know, that was so beautiful. Yeah. And now it's, but that's March in Minnesota anyway. So, or in this it area. Is. So, it is. Yeah. yeah. It is. Expect it. it makes us tough. It makes us hearty. <laughs> uh, okay. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. And so I think after the break, so we found. Both of us were reading these things about astrological, what you should do according to your sign, you know, kind of for the spring equinox. So we'll talk about that on the other side. But, um, yeah, I just think it's so fun that it's, and the next, the next big thing is the summer solstice, right? And that's like the longest day of the year. So then it's like, gets light at five o'clock and stays late until 10 o'clock, you know? Yep. And then it's downhill from there. No, yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, I'm just kidding. And kind of, you know, because the sun is coming. Well, it now. gets, yeah, the days get shorter from there for sure. But mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. by then you're kind of ready for another change. You know, it's hot. Absolutely. And you're looking forward to fall and yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. See, you know, and rest and rest time. <laughs> but this is, this is the season to be busy. But yes, I can't wait to get my feet in the dirt. I thought about doing it yesterday and I, I can't remember why I didn't. I just didn't have a chance, but, you know, when I was on the island in January or February, anyway, last time I was there, I took off my shoes and socks and put my feet in the tide and it was pretty cold. I, you know, I was, I was cold and I I felt like I was walking on shards of glass to get back to my shoes because, you know, the beach is rocky and I had to walk on all the rocks and my feet were frozen, you know, but it just felt so wonderful that, hey, I just can't wait. Um, yeah, Kat is saying, hey, don't rush. You're looking forward to fall thing. No, no. I'm well, I'm looking no, forward but, to a nice spring. Yeah. No, I'm not at this point, but I'm talking about in summertime when it's mm-hmm. really hot and you're kind of over it. Then mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, okay, I'm ready for another season change. But not right now. No, I'm not looking forward to fall yet. No. <laughs> I'm looking no. forward to spring. <laughs> Yeah, I just hope I I'm just looking forward to a nice warm summer. Maybe not a hot summer. I think it would be nice if we had a cooler summer this year. Last summer it was pretty hot. You know? Yeah, it was it was wicked hot last summer. Yes. So my wish is, you know, seventies. <laughs> and I know all the If we can wish, that's what we wish. But um yeah, because I don't do well in heat. So Anyway, okay, we're half past the hour, so we are going to go to commercial break. And this is The Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. Those geek ladies charmed and Victoria from exploring the paranormal with Geeks Paranormal are at it again with another amazing season full of paranormal celebrity interviews with amazing guests and stories of haunted locations and so much more. You will hear it first on Para-X. Tune in Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Central. You will not be disappointed. Juarez with Cat Paranormal of Minnesota. 
And I'm Jerry Ayers with Supernatural Investigators of Minnesota. And together, we are The Calling. Every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on Network.com. Anywhere. Thanks for making Para-X part of your day. Your source for everything paranormal. Para-X. Welcome back to the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. And we're talking about the spring equinox this week because we are in our first week of spring officially. And we're talking about what you can do to celebrate it and... Uh, all the different feels and hopes and good stuff that comes with spring. And one of the things that we wanted to talk about is we found this article that talks about how to celebrate the spring equinox based on your astrological sign. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure this will be bang on for every single person listening. (laughs) Do you think? No, but it's interesting anyway, because I've never heard of, well, I guess I've never looked for something like this. So when I found it, I'm like, well, this is kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. So, and I think you found the same thing when you were Mm -hmm. looking around. So, Mm -hmm. um, so let's get to it here. Those of you that are. Tell us what your, so what is your sign? I'm a Capricorn. So what does it say for you? Oh, okay. Let me jump. It's way, way towards the end here. Hang on. So Capricorn Uh, It says, home is where your heart is, which is why this is a wonderful time to go through all of your old possessions and do some spring cleaning. Mm -hmm. You don't have to throw everything out, but you may want to organize photos or memorabilia. It'll be a trip down memory lane and a decluttering session. So they said that first. And then they said, a ritual to try is introducing flowers, especially gardenia or lavender, into rooms you frequently use to bring a boost of springtime freshness. Now that's for Capricorn. That's nice. Yeah, and actually I was thinking about getting flowers on the way to the studio yesterday and I totally ran out of time. So, uh, yeah, that's interesting that that says that. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it would have been a gardenia or a lavender, but it would have been a flower. (laughs) For sure. Who knows what you can find this time of year in the flower shops. So you're a cancer, right? I'm cancer, yep. Okay, so I'll read yours next. So cancer, it says, prioritize the work that is bringing you closer to the life you want. Regardless of what opportunities come your way, give yourself a pat on the back. Recognize all the effort you've made and where it's gotten you so far. Ooh. You're kind of doing that. I am. With the so whole, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. The whole Washington thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So yeah, here's absolutely. an equinox ritual. Mm-hmm. Create a vision board with images and words that represents what brings you joy and where you'd like to go in the year to come. Place the finished product in a place you'll pass by often as a reminder of your goals and values. Nice. That's I do fun. like that. I do yeah. like that. That's awesome. All right. Should I go back? To, I'll start with Aries because Aries, yeah. this is Aries right now. We're mm-hmm. in Aries, right? Mm-hmm. So Aries, those of you that are Aries out there, this is your time to shine. 
Your solo return or birthday is approaching and it may have you craving extra attention. Try to be around people who make you feel seen. And then your equinox ritual is giving yourself a mood boost by stating positive affirmations in front of the mirror. Oh. And when you say the words, you must believe them. I like that too. It's, yeah. Positive. What is that? That was a Saturday Night Live skit, right? Now, Aries, is that, that's an air sign, right? I think so, yeah. So, okay, there you go, Aries. Mm-hmm. Next in the list is Taurus. So what they're saying for Taurus, close your eyes and imagine the definition of relaxation. Does the word conjure up a long bath, a night spent at home with a few candles burning? The sp- spring equinox is a time for you to be at one with yourself. The only task you should do right now is chill. Chill. So Taurus, take a load off. Yes. Yes. And your spring equinox ritual is take a soothing bath with rose petals, Epsom salts, and a drop of coconut milk. And if you don't have access to a bath, then hang a sprig of lavender on your shower head for a tranquil and aromatic experience. Ooh. That's a cool idea. Water on that one for your ritual. Taurus. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right, Gemini, you're next. As we've noted before, the spring equinox can be a moment for reviving relationships. You may find joy in reconnecting with an old friend, reminiscing about memories, or catching up on your lives now. And your spring equinox ritual is giving someone a call around the time of the equinox and chat away. Well, we've missed the equinox. I'm guessing any time this month would count. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We'll just make it official. It does count. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yes, we're obviously a couple of days late to do any of these rituals, but you know, it's still the spring, spring. Well, it's still spring. We're still in the energy of it. It just started. So yeah. All right. So we read cancer. Leo would be next then. And Leo says, after doing the same routine over and over, you may be yearning for mental stimulation. Luckily, it's never too late to start learning. The insight you're craving can be found by exploring different philosophies and ways of life. And then your equinox ritual is to soak up wisdom through an online class or broaden your horizons with a trip. Oh, that sounds fun. That's nice. I like that. Mm. Yeah. Go Leo. All right. So here we have uh, next is Virgo. You might feel like your intuition has taken the reins lately. Good. Let it check in with your gut when making decisions around the time of the spring equinox and start trusting your intuitive side. And then your ritual is starting a dream journal to record the visions that come to you at night. Have you ever done a dream journal? I have not. Hmm. Have you? Yes, I have. Okay. It's interesting. It's, if you rem- do you remember your dreams? Sometimes. Okay. But usually they fade within like, unless they were traumatic or like, really wild, you know, for me to remember them. They're usually faded within a half an hour. But they say you should write these things in your journal before you even get out of bed, right? Right. You need a journal right there. You need Mm -hmm. to start writing the minute you wake up. Mm -hmm. Don't talk to anybody. Don't look at your phone. Don't do anything. Mm -hmm. Don't turn on the TV. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Just start writing. Yeah. Whatever comes in your head. Yep. 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 Interesting. Yep. Okay. Libra, you're next. The spring equinox is a moment of cosmic balance, poised between the night and day. Use this time to even out situations and partnerships that don't bring you peace. 
make sure your relationships don't drain your energy. So bringing balance to relationships. That sounds great. And your ritual, sit in a chair and press your feet to the ground as you breathe deeply. Feel a sense of harmony with the natural world. Nice. I yeah. like that. I wonder if you could do that standing. I would think so. I would think so, too. Yeah. I think and I'd go outside, too, if I was at it. If I'm doing yeah. that. Yeah. And wear, just be in your socks or in shoes that don't have rubber soles so you can feel the earth's energy because mm-hmm. the rubber soles deflect it. Or if you could take your shoes off quick. Or take, yeah, take your shoes off. Barefoot is best. Yeah. yeah. Barefoot is best. Yeah. Okay. So next okay. we have Scorpio. So here is your, here's what you can do, Scorpio. Listen to what your body is telling you. If you're feeling depleted, consider sleeping in. If you're feeling energetic, go for a walk. Now is not the time for pushing yourself to the limit. Instead, live in tandem with your mind, body, and spirit. Mm-hmm. And then your ritual, collect a few objects that are found in nature and incorporate them in your home as seasonal decor. Nice. That sounds perfect. Mm-hmm. I like Scorpio. that too. Love it. Okay, so Sagittarius, you're next. Invest in your bonds with others during the equinox. Reflect on the role that you're playing in any ongoing issues in your relationships. Take initiative to change the dynamic for the better. That could mean stopping fights before they happen or giving compliments instead of criticism. Be a leader in your relationship. Hmm. So the Equinox ritual is giving loved ones a few genuine, unprompted compliments. Oh, nice. Doesn't like to receive compliments, right? Absolutely. So I like it. Okay, a couple left. We're going to jump to Aquarius because we already read Capricorn. Mm -hmm. The spring equinox is associated with many holidays. Consider planning a celebration of your own. Perhaps it will be the form of an evening out or a morning stroll before the day gets going. Either way, take a pause to appreciate your relationships. Another one with relationships. Mm -hmm. And the equinox ritual is to write down a gratitude list consisting of things that you appreciate about your life. Well, that's nice for anybody. I like that. Yeah. 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 Okay, Pisces. Here we go. Last one. Pisces, mm-hmm. you may have a tendency to put others' needs before your own. Prioritize yourself during the spring equinox. You deserve TLC too. Mm-hmm. Of course you do. And the ritual is spending some quality time with yourself. Take yourself out for coffee or brunch yeah. or bring a good book for company. So it's all about you, Pisces. Mm-hmm. I like it. You. Yeah. Good, good ideas. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Cindy in the chat room said that's a great idea. And actually, I know your, I won't say what yours is, but you do yours already. So you're already tuned in. So good job. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, it did, yours and mine really did sound like us, I think. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? For sure. It, yep. I think it. Yep. I've been in the process of getting rid of some stuff already. I'm actually looking at my emptying living room because I'm tearing apart my couches my couch and love seat because they're yucky and falling apart and so I decided to dismantle them into small pieces so they could be easily taken out by one person <laughs> and so well, how do you do that up. are you cutting them up or what oh yeah cutting them oh. up unscrewing them getting the whole thing disassembled and tearing it up so that it can just you can carry it out little pieces at a time because it cannot be recycled this is like fourth evolution of owner by the time we got it so uh, it's been mm-hmm recycled to it's actually falling apart 
and it cannot be fixed. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I, so I'll, I'm in the process I'll, of getting rid of yeah. stuff in the house and it feels good. Yep. I have a lot of furniture down here in the basement that needs to go. Some of it I didn't even want, but you know, like my brother, you have to have mom's couch. Why? I don't want it. It's like 40 years old. Why well, I'm bringing it over. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> oh no. Now you got to get it out. Well, let me it's tell you, time. it's easy to get a couch out of the basement when it's in small pieces. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I have a couch and a couple chairs and some other stuff that I just want to get rid of all of it, you know? So bring cleaning. Mm-hmm. That it feel feels good. great. Let me tell you. Yes. Yes. I love it. Yeah. That, and, and don't forget about spring cleaning, you know, uh, cleanse your house with sage and energy, and mm-hmm. energy clearing. That's what I mean. Yep. Cause that's yep. originally, that's what they meant by spring cleaning, you know, Clear out all the old energies and, you know, welcome in the new. Well, most people didn't have the possessions that they have today. So, yeah, it was uh, taken on a different meaning. But, yeah, definitely clear everything, not just the energy, your attitude, mm-hmm. uh, your, you know, thought processes, Absolutely. your stuff, yes. anything. Yes, I like it. Um. Cat's saying, why do people pay to store furniture they'd never be caught dead with in their homes? Right? You know, there's so many storage facilities out there. I just can't imagine paying to store stuff that you may never use again. Seriously? Well, no, if you're never going to use it. I don't understand yeah. that. I used no. a storage unit recently because when I was in transition, mm-hmm. That's I had to move. Normal. I had a, a few things from my house that I knew I was going to use later and I didn't have any space for them. Mm-hmm. When Tim and I first moved in together. Mm-hmm. And that's So normal. I understand the need for them. But if I was keeping stuff that I was never going to use, what a waste of money. Well, I mean, exactly. I wouldn't have done it. I would have just gotten rid of it or donated yes. it or whatever. Yes, yes. And that's just like, you know, my base, my lower level here is full of stuff I don't want or need anymore. I was actually thinking about calling the God junk number and just having them come out. I suppose they're expensive, though. I don't know. <laughs> I'll take them, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Do but something yeah, to get can. rid of it or donate it or something. Well, no, it's old. It, well, it, no, I mean, not your stuff. I'm just saying oh. in general for people. Yeah. If you don't need it, just, I'd rather have the open, the space. Yes. Yes. Me too. Or something I would enjoy, sure. you know? Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of things that are nice, and I will put them on like next door or something and say, hey, if you want it, come get it. You know, it's free yeah. or whatever. But, um, like the couch oh come on no we don't want it so anyway so we forgot at the beginning of the hour but you talked about how you had you were doing the paranormal 101 course and you caught an evp and we we forgot to talk about at the beginning of the hour but we have time so why don't you set it up and i think we should listen to it because we have it okay so yeah so we're transitioning out of spring into uh, stuff we've been doing again. So yeah. <laughs> we are like that. Yeah, I know. Ta-da, here we go. So a couple of weeks ago, well, no, it was last month now. We So probably three weeks ago, we had a ghost hunting 101 class in Anoka and it was great. And we did a little mini investigation at the end of the class because we always do that at the end of the class just to show people how to use equipment, how mm-hmm. to get the, the gist of doing an investigation. And we went down into this corridor on the lower level that there isn't really anything there. 
it's just a corridor to get from one end of the building to the other. And I think at one point it might have been used as a fallout shelter. I don't know. Uh, because the building was built in like 1904. Anyway, we were down there and the the administrator for the building that night, she's a wonderful retired lady who was, you know, making sure we all got in and the building was unlocked and then she was going to lock up when we leave. And she was giving us the tour. She jumped right up and was like, right, I'm going to show you where this, the creepy stuff is. And so she brought us down into this corridor and she's like, I hate going down here. Nobody likes going through here. And she goes, I don't come through here if I have to, if I don't have to. And we talked to the custodian who was on duty. He said, I will not go down there. I will go out of my way to get to the other side of the building going the long way instead of cutting through that way. I will not do it uh, because he just doesn't like the feel of it. So we uh, we have to go down there, of course, because that's where nobody wants to go. And we get down to this corridor and you could feel the energy shift. And sometimes that's how it is with, you know, places where there's not a lot of doors or windows. You know, energy maybe gets kind of stuffed up in there and so you feel it when you walk in so we did and so I'm in the process of setting my equipment down we've got 15 people that were you know are in this class or 16 people and so I set my stuff down on the floor because there's no furniture there's nothing in this corridor and this corridor kind of zigzags so you cannot see from one end to the other and I set my stuff down and as I'm setting my stuff down I just set everything on the floor and we hear this noise that it's like this dinging noise and I'm like, is that you? I look around like, I don't know. I thought maybe it was someone's phone. And everybody's looking around like, no. But it's coming from the end of the hallway where nobody was. Nobody was down there. And so it was. we heard it. And so I sent Tim down. And then everybody laughs because I'm like, Tim, go check it out. Well, I can't go because, A, I have 15 people I have to manage. I can't just leave them alone. It's a class. And then... I just set all my stuff down on the floor. So I'm like, Tim, go. So everybody's laughing because they think I'm setting Tim up to get like bamboozled or something. And I'm like, no, I just I have all you guys in my stuff. So anyway, it's a it's a long clip. We're just going to play it once because you'll hear this dinging noise. And what we think it is, you know, Tim and this guy that went down with him, what they think it sounded like. And I agree. Um, it's not edited at all. The only yeah. thing I did was clip it out of the larger file that's it and so it's about 40 seconds long so we're going to play it now so sarge if you can go ahead and play that so we can hear uh this clip all right so I'm gonna, and then in the gym upstairs in the one gym if i forget to check one door and i have to go back in is that you wait no who's What is that? Sounds like a xylophone toy. You know those little toys with the mallets that you do? Yeah. It sounds like one of those little little, little types. It stopped when it got down here. Okay. That's what it sounds like. It didn't it sound like a xylophone? Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And so, but it was interesting because as you hear Tim walking, it's getting louder. So he's moving towards the sound which is where we we could tell it was coming from, and nobody's down there. And there's no doors that go to any rooms that we would have access to that could have something like that in there. Tim is a building operations engineer. He knows uh, 
heating and cooling systems. He knows plumbing systems. He knows electrical systems. This is no sound he's ever heard working in any building. He asked the administrator, she's the gal that was talking in the beginning of the clip, have you ever heard this? No, I've never heard that in this building, and I've been here 30 years. We asked the custodian, have you ever heard that before? No, I've never heard that sound ever. We asked, could there be a xylophone in this building for little kids? Yes, it's possible. Let's go to all the rooms that might have toys in them. We went to the rooms. There was no xylophone. And if there would have been a xylophone in those rooms, and if there would have actually been someone in there playing them, we wouldn't have heard it as clear as we did. It sounded like it was in the hallway. The rooms that we went through or went into were separated by cement walls. These walls were thick mm -hmm. cement walls. Mm -hmm. There's no way it would have been that clear. Mm -hmm. And there's no vents that go in between the walls or anything. We looked and it was just, it was cool. And so there were nine of those those dinging noises because I counted them. After I listened to it a couple of times, I went back and counted it. So anyway, I thought it was super cool. And I've never heard anything like that. And it was so clear. And mm -hmm. that was actually the hallway where people have reported seeing a young girl in a dress. And one guy said that he, he said that she told him, help me, and then disappeared. Hmm. And that was and a long was time ago. So this was like in a basement? Yeah. It was the lower level of a building. And it was a corridor just a corridor that went from one end of the building to the other or close to it anyway. Mm -hmm. But there was nothing in this corridor, nothing, no furniture, really no doors, zero windows. It was in the basement, the center of the building. Now, are you going to do another class in that same building? Oh, yeah. Well, it'll yeah, be we're just going to see if you hear that again. Oh, yeah, we're definitely going back and we're going to try and, you know, get there for a longer period so that we don't have just a short amount of time. Um, but yeah, you can hear as Tim's walking, you can hear it getting louder mm -hmm. and clearer. So he's mm -hmm. going towards the sound and it stops when he gets down into the bend. As soon as he goes to the bend where now you can see down the rest of the hallway, um, it stops. Hmm. So yeah, it's, we're excited to get back in there because that was super clear. Yeah, that is so weird. I mean, mm -hmm. it would be cool if you could debunk it. And if you can't debunk it, then what exactly is it? Right. You know? I mean, we're all for debunking it. I'm not yeah. saying it's paranormal no, straight I out know. the gate. I know. But we looked odd. everywhere mm -hmm. to see what could this be. We're banging on stuff. We're trying to recreate it. We're looking for anything that could have created the sound. We're asking everybody. The gal that, uh, there was a gal that in our class that uh, she's one of the community ed coordinators. She wanted to take the class. So she's in the building on a regular mm -hmm. basis. Um, so we had three people that work in that building that have never heard that sound before. So odd. Yeah. Mm. So it was cool. So we're excited to get back in there. So I'm glad to share that with everybody. Yeah, I love it. Well, because we've talked about it a couple of times. So, yeah, this is awesome. So, yeah, odd. Yeah. It'll be interesting after you're back in there a second time if you experience this again, you know, or if it was just kind of a fluky thing or whatever. Yep. Hmm. I'd love to have it happen again or be able to debunk it one or the mm -hmm. other. Mm -hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Bizarre. Well, everyone, I just, this is time to um, put
put a plug in for the Calling Radio Show, our sibling show. So they are on tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern time. And tomorrow night they're talking to May Hernan of Secret Ireland Tours. She was on our show, I think, once a couple of years ago. Yep. And she sings too, I think. She's a musician. She is a musician. And then she mm-hmm. does she does these tours in Ireland, which you know, some of them are the haunted tours. So fun stuff. So tune in. That'll be fun to listen to her. Um and see what she has to say. I'm, she probably hasn't had any tours for the last couple of years because of COVID, right? So I wonder if they would do virtual tours. I don't know. That would be fun though, wouldn't it? You have to get creative. I mean, how many, everybody had to get creative during COVID. It's, you know, so who knows what she's been up to. She might've been up to something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be fun to, it'll be fun to take a listen. You'll have to check it out tomorrow night on the call. Absolutely. And, um, and don't forget to listen to the gathering next week because we will have Lori on from, um, the DNR and we love talking to her anyway. She's just, she's fun to talk to and she'll tell us all about that Eagle family and lots of other animal families too. I'm sure because we always mix it up a little bit. Um, and maybe the other egg will be hatched by then too. So we'll have two chicks to look at. I did put the, I did put the link to the cam, uh, on the face on our, sorry, on our chat here. So if you get a minute, it, they have light, they have night vision there too. So you can yeah, even see right now what, what they're doing exactly. Um, and I, it has sound this year, which is fun. So it's fun when they are singing, you know, the mm-hmm. eagle, I love the eagles call, you know, it's just amazing. So I noticed what they, um, because I saw it when it actually was happening one of the last times with the um, raccoons that were trying to get into the nest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they put the clip on. I saw that they had put that clip up because I remember watching it when it was happening and I was just cracking up because that little raccoon face was trying and the eagles were just making, they're huge anyway, and they were just making themselves ridiculously large for this raccoon. The raccoons like back away slowly. Yeah. So, and they yeah. put the clip up there too. So if you go to the uh, site, you can see some mm-hmm. of the clips of when they laid the eggs and then the raccoon and it's it's pretty funny. It's pretty cool. Oh, and if you're in, you know, I tell you what, if you're in this group on Facebook, these people watch the cam like 24-7. Oh, yeah, and, they do. Yeah, they do. And, you know, they're so funny because it's like, oh, my God, why don't they, why don't they eat that raccoon? Because that raccoon is going to hurt the eggs. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know, and, and then Lori stepped in and she said, you know what, raccoons are really big. They don't usually go for prey that's that big. And they're not hurting the eggs. <laughs> So, yeah, it's, yeah, they are, yeah, they're, it's, it's just a whole different bunch, you know, and it's very fun. But anyway, wow. I can't believe this hour is almost done already. This is craziness, isn't it? Time flies when you're talking about spring equinox. I know. Well, it's just (laughs) all new. It's all new and fresh and exciting and wonderful. Yeah, eat raccoons. The the eagles, cat. We're because cat, you know, because eagles eat many different things, and I guess they could eat a raccoon too. But I don't know that they would. Raccoons are kind of feisty, you know. Yeah, they are. I think what I read is the raccoon wasn't looking like it would have taken the egg if it could have gotten it, but it was more looking for scraps. Yes, because at the time there was snow on the ground, and so it's harder for raccoons to find food. 
So they were looking for some of the scraps that the eagles from what they eat. Mm-hmm. Just scavenging, as raccoons do. So mm-hmm. I think that's more of what it was going for, is what I read. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the egg. I don't think that the, the raccoon wouldn't get it. <laughs> the no. would never, it, never let it. No, and it would be a big... I mean, I, eagles have been known to take cats and small dogs, too. But some raccoons are big. Yeah, you they know, are. Some of them are ginormous. Yeah, and, they're monsters. You know, where the nest is now, I haven't been over there for a while. I should go over there and have a little look again. But it's fun to go there, you know, because you see it on TV, you see it on the webcams and everything. And it's fun to actually see it in person because there's always somebody else there, too. And it's usually somebody else in the group, you know, and you recognize them, you know, and then, oh, you know, then you visit. (laughs) So, but anyway, listen, everyone, that's it for us. Thanks for listening to the show. Um, for all the troops out there, if you're listening, thank you for your service and please stay safe. Yes, absolutely. Everybody in the chat room, thank you so much for uh, tuning in and your contributions and uh, and your comments. And everybody out there listening, wherever you are, thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate all of you listening. And uh, Sarge, our most amazing producer, thank you so much for pulling this all together. And of course, Pair X for hosting us. We love being here and look forward to many more shows ahead yeah good night everyone